Welcome to Probably Science. I'm your host, one of three, in fact. I'm Jesse Case. And two of three, Andy Wood. I am also Matt Kirshen. So how are you, everyone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, doing well. Doing well, how excellent, are you? Excellent, excellent. I'm good, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm off, to, off to Denver for a week, next week, uh, get, getting stuff ready, and uh, checked in for the flight. I'm very excited. Oh, going, yeah. Going on a real-life airplane. Um, we should introduce our guest. We uh, oh, we have one. We do have a guest. He's a very funny comedian. Currently in Atlanta. I didn't know that, but <laughs> I, I I know him from being funny in Los Angeles and other cities around the West Coast. It's JC Carias. How are you, JC? I'm fantastic. Yeah, I'm just uh, hanging out in Atlanta for a little bit. I'll be back in LA soon enough, so you'll see me, Matt. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. How's uh, actually, yeah? How's Atlanta? Atlanta's lovely. I love the scene out here. It's uh, yeah. It's a good. It's a good little spot. A lot of fun, up and coming comics, and just uh, really nice people. That's that uh, southern hospitality. I was actually in uh, Nashville recently. Jesse, is that where you're at? Yeah, 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 yeah. I did uh, the backyard comedy guys there. Uh, they, I did one of their shows. Okay. PB Backyard. It was a lot of fun. It was like a little private event. I had a blast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool, By the way, cool. are you guys getting are you guys getting the del- the deluge that Kentucky is, or is that uh, not coming down to Tennessee? No, it's not coming down to Tennessee. Every now and then, some of it tries to come down, and everybody shoots at it. Mm. You know what I mean? Everybody <laughs> shoots at the clouds. They're like, get the get the fuck back get up there, there. and then uh, it gets yeah. back up there and floods up there. They have not been shooting the clouds in Atlanta. It has been raining, raining, raining. I guess we've run out of bullets. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll shoot them. You know, I guess uh, like in the suburbs stuff. You get outside of Fulton, they're they're, shoot- <laughs> they're shooting the clouds. You know what I mean? They're doing it. They're doing- uh, Maybe them ba- them ballots are up there. Like it's uh, yeah. It's 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 getting weird. It's getting weird down here, guys. Did you guys know the South was weird? Did you the know South that? Is weird. It's, it's getting weird. This. this is the first time I'm hearing of this. Mm. Yeah. You know what else is weird? Have you guys heard of? <laughs> no, no. I was going to segue into a story, but then it's it's uh, it's too early for any of that mess. Uh, uh, just in the moment, JC, my uh, tastefully initialed friend. Um, <laughs> let me uh, <laughs> let me uh, let me say this. We always ask our guests when uh, when we have guests. We always ask them the same question, and the answer can be anything. It it does not matter. But what is your background in science? Um, now it, this can be. Yeah. Blowing stuff up as a kid, it doesn't matter. Fa- uh, my background is failure. Consistent okay. Consistent failure in science. Uh, I uh, I don't have a good number brain, and science is very number based. And uh, yeah, uh, I I like I love science fiction, but I love that because I don't have to learn how it works. I just get to go. Well, that thing flies, and it's fun. Sure. 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 What yeah, yeah. what sort of sci-fi? What's your sci-fi vibe? What do you uh, really? I love Star Trek. Uh, I love I love Star Wars. I, I love a lot of sci-fi. Alien might be one of my favorite movies. Love Blade Runner. Um, Alien. I think Alien is like the perfect movie. I, I love that movie. I love that movie. I think for me, like as far as like sci-fi horror blends go, it's that and the thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Like number one, number two. Yeah, I'll still I'll still on site shoot a husky. 
You have to. <laughs> yeah. Just from a helicopter. Trust yeah, from a helicopter. Yeah, on kind eyes. They're trying it, it, to hide something. Yeah, they're trying to sneak in there and take over your colony. This just you came know? up. I was I was down at my first Comic Con with Jordan Morris and Sarah Morgan, and um, they were screening the original thing, and we were talking about going to it. And then the conversation oh. went to the remake slash prequel that came out in yes. like 2010. Uh-huh. And I didn't I, even know they did that. I mean, it's. Well, now I forgot whether I like it or not because we had such a long conversation it's, about it. It's fine. That's it's the way fine. I would describe yeah. it. I was they because you know they basically added an extra colony, um, like another science base, and I wish they would have just done because the the ones who they actually prequel into are the Swedes that are out there, and none of them speak English, and that's why I wanted it to be because I'm an asshole. I wanted it to be all in Swedish. Well, they're wait. They're they're. It was uh, pretty Swedish heavy. Yeah. They're Norwegian, aren't they? Nord, oh, are they? Okay. Yeah, no, it's not whatever. It's the helicopter says Nord in the first movie. Oh, right. Now, and they made that gonna, match. The, the the last they made the last match, scene of the of the prequel is so the they're Norwegian the Swedes. The, they're Norwegian Swedes. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys know? Uh, uh, so like, Alien is uh, you know the scene where it's like they're they're exploring the other planet like they come down they're exploring uh, they're leaving the ship you know they find the derelict ship all that they um, those are all like they made that movie on the super cheap it was like gonna be like an indie film that's why it's a Fox searchlight and they thought it was just gonna be a straight to video like B movie and uh, they realized that like like Ridley Scott realized that he wanted everything to look way bigger they wanted to get like bigger legs uh, like a bigger legs of the ship and stuff like that. Um, and they couldn't figure out how to do it. They couldn't afford it. So he had smaller suits made. And those are his kids. Like those are those, those are like children wandering around outside the ship. You know, and then close up shots to see adult actors with voiceover and stuff. Um, and also like when they go down in the egg room, you know how it's like like fog and lasers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they borrow those from the who the band, the who. Uh, were were rehearsing for their tour. No, uh, they were. They were rehearsing for their tour on the soundstage, like next door. So they just asked if we can borrow, and that's why that scene looks so cool. They didn't have those effects at first. I fucking love Alien. Like you Alien brought up, you you, you brought up Alien. I I came everywhere. I love that movie. <laughs> so I amazing. I love I, the sequel too. A very different movie. Very different. But, but I'm not know. I'm not like this about movies. I just know everything about Alien. I've, uh, you know what I mean? I'm not like. I love, I love, I love, no, no, and see, here, and this is the kind of guy I am. Uh, they are Swedish. Uh, they're in a Nordic, nor, they're in a Norwegian base. But the oh. reason why they're Swedish is, come, oh. the guy, the thing the guy says in the okay. opening of the thing is, come, dear Vecan Idioter, which is, get the hell away. It's not a dog, it's something else. Uh-huh. Okay. So they're just in a Norwegian. They're in a Nord helicopter. Say, yes. see, I just went. I went all in on the Nord thing. I was being, presi- you know, I was about to end the episode. I was saying I this. Mean, I was saying I this guy it. doesn't know about the thing, and you know, I'm I'm out of here. Um, I've I've told this story before, but uh, of a show years ago. But my my favorite thing for ye- for a long time, if anyone visited London when I was a kid, there was this alien, like, like sort of interactive, immersive horror maze kind of thing it was yeah. in the trocadero in central london and you'd go in there and you you know you get taken in by um a marine and they're, they're showing you around the base but then something goes wrong 
and then and then you spend the rest of the time just running around this maze following the marine screaming while every so often aliens jump out from the corners while strobe lights go and it's great oh, it's that's great. awesome that's and, amazing and they are they are the big aliens from alien yeah. It was the most fun, except well, That's I took awesome. my I took my cousin there once. He was visiting from Israel, and he just like refused to yes and the situation. He's like, <laughs> he's just got like, car it's just guys in costumes." And you're like, yeah, "Well, obviously, it's just guys in costumes." <laughs> <laughs> you know, they oh shit, no, they got some actual aliens, and they thought, you know what, we could do make like a family friendly interactive exhibit in the Trocadero. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, uh, it was the most fun. And also the, the thing they did that was great, and I don't know why more haunted houses don't do this. I'm sure some do, but like the final thing, you you turn a corner and you spend your time like screaming and running, and then the final door you run through while you're being chased by this alien, and you suddenly realize you're just out back in the Trocadero next to the queue of people who are waiting to go in. That's so awesome. I love oh, they that. just like so force you out. They force yeah. you out, but also it means that everyone waiting to come in just every Jeez. so often sees like. 30 people running screaming from the exhibit that's great oh that's cool yeah like it's it's uh you 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 let everybody see what they're about to get exactly weed out the people who are like i don't know if this is for me yeah (laughs) i always struggled when i went to like haunted houses and stuff because i'm always just um lumbering with a chainsaw over my head so people are always thinking i was part of it you know what i mean they're like they're always they're always running and oh my god you know yeah you uh, just like woodwork like yeah. guys, I'm just trying to enjoy this event like you. Come I'm, just, on. Yeah. I'm here at the haunted house. I'm here in case anyone needs some ice sculpture. I'm just ready. <laughs> yeah, you know, this, I'm, only, I'm only limping because of a marathon industry injury. I was just yeah. training for the marathon, and I got some. Uh, I just pulled a hammy. Like yeah. that's the only reason why I'm dragging this foot. Carving. Yeah, it's fun. the it's the fall season. I'm trying to be festive. What the fuck? Why is everybody? Yeah. <laughs> trying to make some stump artwork. Yeah, trying to do some stump work. Um, yeah, okay. I want, you guys ever wonder oh. if you found a dead face hugger? Oh. Uh, it, it'd probably mm. be like pretty pretty useless, right? Like there wouldn't be anything you could do with that. Andy, this is speaking. feeling. Uh, it's, it's, it's no, weird that you bring you that up, a, Andy. I'm wondering uh, why, why you're mentioning that. A dead face hugger would have virtually no use. There's no, no way utility. that it could ever be used for positive purposes. It's dead. No, I, it couldn't couldn't be used. I'm, I'm moving away from any, if I stumble across if I'm ever the guy who stumbles across something, no one will ever hear about it because I'll either die or I'll walk away and never say anything to anyone. <laughs> well, sure. maybe you should rethink that strategy because that dead face could, could be useful because scientists are now turning dead spiders into necrobots. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yes. This story right. has been sent in by transition. Yeah. <laughs> This story's been sent to by a couple of people, including um, Paul Knoxworthy sent this in, and he- yeah, and also Heather uh, Robinson, I believe. Heather Robinson sent it in. Mm-hmm. And I don't yep. know why they thought uh, reanimated dead spiders would be a match for our show, but well, for some I, reason they did. It's the first I mean, time for everything. And- it's a fun. I mean, that's a fun, cool thing. I love. I love reanimator. Uh, sure. Oh man, I get spiders also- are horrifying. Yeah. I think live regular spiders are scary. So zombie ones, uh, even scarier. This is, is that yeah, the I'm, <laughs> No, the I mean, purpose. I'm, I, uh, yeah, it's too many. Uh, we've discussed this in the show, my leg bell curve. 
Um, oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Stick between two and six. Below six or, or above six, below two. Fuck off. Get out of my house. Get away from me. Yeah. You know, um, eight legs is too many legs. I don't five, know what you're... five is. Five five is a weird number. It's literally an odd number, but uh, no five. Strange yes, number of legs, but um... five is a strange number of legs. But I think four is the perfect amount of legs. Two and six are pushing it. I mean, that does include yeah. people. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pushing very, it. Very fair. You know, keep it even but I, and yeah. But I think. Uh, yeah. By the way, JC, if you want to look at this article, it's you can see the show notes down below there. Yeah, I, so I think I think this is one of those things that are like uh, they're utilizing a spider's corpse's corpse. Yes. Like they're utilizing a corpse. As they're a using mechanical a corpse tool. for some. Yes. Right. Um, and but I think the name Necrobots, or I mean, I guess it's a good name, but Dead it, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But when this story has been popping up, like they have, like they're reanimating spiders instead of just using the way their legs already work. That's um, literally reanimating. Oh yeah. Well, right? I Andy, mean- <laughs> I guess that is what that word would mean. See now here. Yeah. No, I- no, you're right. You're totally. You know when? It, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Oh, now I'm watching this like little gif where there it's like a needle holding a dead spider picking up a staple, and the whole time I'm thinking, why? Right. Well, let's, well, it's let's not, just get let's just, something. Let's discuss to, why. Is there really a fucking purpose? I, there I, is. I, is there? Look, well, I'm just saying if you're if you've had not enough success with the grabber machines at fairgrounds, now <laughs> in use arcades. a dead spider. <laughs> Now introducing this corpse. I mean, I, I just don't understand. So Are this they going to start doing it with like, we're like, ah, well, we don't want to hurt a real human hand. So we'll, we'll take this dead human hand and we'll electrify it and it'll reach in and like diffuse bombs. Maybe so. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, this step? is put yourself in the mindset of a board graduate student at Rice University, maybe a mechanical engineering student named Faye Yap, for instance, who saw okay. a dead spider. She saw a dead spider curled up in the hallway. It got her thinking about whether it could be used as a robotics component. Uh, yeah, spider legs can grip large, delicate, and irregularly shaped objects firmly and softly without breaking them. So in collaboration with mechanical engineer Daniel Preston, Yap and her colleagues at Rice discovered a way to make a dead wolf spider's legs unfurl and grip onto objects. They called this new type of robotics necrobotics. Uh, weirdly, spider legs don't have muscles for extension, but instead move their legs via hydraulic pressure they have what's called a prosoma chamber or cephalothorax, which contracts, sending inner body fluid into their legs, making them extend. Have so you the guys, team, sorry, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I was wondering, um, I knew that much, have, like on the, that there's no muscular system and it's, it's like air hydraulic pressure and stuff. Have you guys heard a spider up close with like a contact mic? No. It's, it's the most like steampunk Wild West sounding thing. It's like, pssst, like it's all yeah it sounds I can like back a f- jesse up in this because i listen to a lot of spider asmr videos yeah uh, yeah they, they help me like i've got one where like a spider's pretending to cut your hair Ooh, and another nice. one where like a spider's doing a makeup and just sort of a spa check-in yeah, yeah exactly it's oh my god this th- all these things sound like my nightmares <laughs> asmr has uh have you checked in on it lately how much it's gone off the rails no, no, uh, <laughs> no. Is it the video it faded away? No, no, not not faded away, but they're just out of shit. So it's like you, if you go to YouTube and just check out ASMR, it's like um, it's just like ASMR POV. You're a hamburger. 
<laughs> and, and it's like it's the most it, it's just like just get back to like uh, i'm at a library you give me a library card or something anyway anyway yeah, what's the, the hamburger is like the, to place but, like it places that, lettuce on the mic and you it's like or is that up. is this more like sort of like being eaten fetishists you know like you know, no of, like, you watching are the hamburger yeah and it's like but that's what i mean but like the person doing the video is going to eat you and that's sort of like you know that's that's, well, it's just that's now a they, kink of people who are like are you, this woman is a giant and she's gonna like and i'm tiny and i'm gonna get eaten oh i didn't know so I wonder if that's I wonder if that's what's going yeah. on there. It's like, oh, look at me! I'm just a little hamburger. You look like a person. Uh, 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 that's not it. Giant, tape. Don't pay too much attention, giant. Just get on with eating me. It's, well, there, <laughs> you, there has to be some limit. There has to be some line where we are allowed to kink shame, right? Uh, yeah, I think I think we, we found that we found that line working on ridiculousness. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Because yeah, the, the writer the writers would send in. Or the researchers would send in clips, and Matt, we've talked about this, right? That like, like, oh, this is pornography. Researchers would send in clips, and we in the writers' room would be like, oh, this is porn. There isn't technically nudity, but you've just sent us porn by <laughs> rule forty-two, whatever it is, rule forty-three of the. If you can think of it, there's porn of it. Like there will be a corpulent gentleman slapping his belly over and over, and like, oh, this is a funny video. I was like, no, this is something someone made for masturbation purposes. <laughs> I guess it's funny. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, right, same with right. the hamburger. Eat me. It's it's for Army Hammer or something. I'm sure. Who, by the way, have you guys heard he's now like selling timeshares in the Caribbean? I don't know if it's. Or at least I, what? I, so I, he's I, is he really out? I mean, that so he's, he's out. He's out. He's out. Wow. Okay. I read I read something similar, but then I think they like proved that that's that that was a joke. Like okay. he was at that resort spending a bunch of money, uh, and okay. somebody one of the one of the people who work in the catering department at this resort uh, just made flyers and started putting them on people's doors as a bit for the cleaning people, and he uh, and then and then someone got a, a took a picture of it and put it online. Oh, okay. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I mean, it didn't didn't seem likely because he also comes from a generational I mean, it, it, wealth. I, I, I think, it, yes, he's like exceptionally. He was exceptionally wealthy prior to being in yeah. so many blockbusters and such, and and um, then trying to eat people, or and whatever. then trying to eat. W- yeah, sure. Yeah. Now but, this is ironic, right? Because I have a false rumors about Army Hammer fetish. Okay. So I'm just, if you... You're just I'm, rock I'm, hard I'm, right now. Yeah, I'm giving it a bit of a go over here, if you guys don't mind. I, um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, if you were if you were a spider, All we right. further... Oh, on, hey, so what's going uh, on with this? Uh, Matt, are you still there? Inserting still needle into your okay. soma chamber okay. and creating a seal yeah, around I Yeah, I just go a bit quiet when people are discussing my hero, Army Hammer. Okay. <laughs> Um, I heard that Army Hammer is a fantastic pianist. Really? Oh, yeah. Is that doing anything for you, Jesse? Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh no! I'm, I already. Fa- no, gotcha, gotcha. I no, I had already, I had already finished. I had already zipped up. Um, it's our pre-grad scientists, uh, Faye and Daniel. Uh, just quit playing God. These spiders are dead. Put They're already bed. dead. I, I. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm an organ donor because I want my body to be of use to people after I'm yeah. gone. And maybe those spiders are also like, you know, after after my death, maybe I can still be used to pick up things in a lab, and it gives mm-hmm. them a sense of purpose. I I'll, see that. I assume of that. most of them, if they if they wanted, it would be to 
to be injuring flies and things like that. Now, <laughs> are these spiders, uh, are these, do we know if they used male or female spiders here? These wolf spiders. Did the male sure. spider, do you think the male spiders know that they're going to be killed? Why do you ask? When they, oh, right, right, right. You know, when they, when they have sex, it's the first time they've had sex and they're like, is that how just important it is to them? They're like, I'm going to die after this. Or do you think it's a surprise to every spider? Oh, is that true so for the wolf spiders? This is one that, that where the female kills the male. It's true for most spiders. Is oh, it really? I thought I didn't know that. I thought I didn't. I didn't know that oh. about spiders. No, I did not. I'm, I'm again, like I said, very ignorant to um, all science, all well, things let, science. And, let me. Uh, well, let me check. I think it's full of spiders. Uh, huh. I know the praying mantis does that. Right. Yeah, in the, the majority of cases, a female spider kills and eats a male before, during, or after copulation. Wow! Um, before? <laughs> yeah, well, I assume then, then they then they bang the... Uh, I mean, if it's before, right, that implies they're, they're fucking that corpse. Sure. But... Um, so, All right, do, so, do you yeah, think spiders, the, spiders are weird no matter what. Uh, let's use their bodies for whatever. Yes. Do you, but do you they're think crates. the males... Do the males know? You know what I mean? No. Like, uh, of course not. You don't know. It's perhaps. I have no idea. I mean, yeah. I mean, some. If they do know, it's all like hushed. Like, oh yeah, I heard. I don't no, think no, it was well, future Steve. thinking. In he the... was. He was. You know, picking up on that one spider, and then we never saw him again. What if that's how good spider <laughs> sex is, though? Where we're like, like, have we've never blown one right. up to human size to to try? You know, um, maybe it's so mind blowing. You know that they're like I don't I don't give a shit. You know, um, now, I mean, well, this is the science I think that these guys need to be getting on. Forget well, I think this is life. This is a start. You know what I mean? They're like if we can control <laughs> if we can control their organs, yeah, we can start making a spider sex robots to figure out if it's better than death or worth death. You know, and then we learn. We'll learn a lot. So the team right. inserted a needle into the spider's prosoma chamber and created a seal around the tip of the needle with a glob of superglue. Squeezing a tiny puff of air through the syringe was enough to activate the spider's legs, achieving a full range of motion in less than one second. We took the spider, we placed the needle in it, not knowing what was going to happen, says Yap. We had an estimate of where we wanted to place the needle, and when we did, it worked the first time right off the bat. I don't even know how to describe it at that moment. You know, when you stick a needle in a spider and the legs stick out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the team Honestly, any time I stick a needle in anything and something sticks out, I'm delighted. It's great. Yeah. So the team were able to make the spider grab on, grip onto a small ball and use that experiment to determine a peak grip force of 0.35 millinewtons. They then demonstrated the use of a dead spider to pick up delicate objects in electronics, including having this necrobotic gripper remove a jumper wire attached to an electric breadboard and then move a block of polyurethane foam they also showed the spider could bear the weight of another spider of about the same size which is the gif you see at the top there so you, you, are you saying we up, could potentially have a chain of them uh, a spider centipede like one yeah. of those like like one of those extendable grabby hands well, it's like bear the monkeys with spiders yeah yeah <laughs> All no with just no no because every every spider has to have a needle in it in order yeah, that's true. to oh Given right, the I mean, that's, abilities. that's more. Then that defeats the thing where it's just a spider shish kebab. If you like, if you want right. to make a, if you <laughs> yeah. want to make a bracelet out of spiders, just make one, Matt. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> you want a spider bracelet? Just go get out there. Yeah, yeah a little medallion pendant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. 
of a decaying spider. Uh, Sell it at Hot Topic or something. Does this work? Will this work with other larger spiders? Like your tarantulas? Exactly. I don't know how they work. Are they also pneumatic? I, I don't know. Or hydraulic? I don't know uh, what, what, what size animals use what size. Uh, I guess I never thought about until this article what the equivalent of muscles are in, in like uh, insects and arachnids. Well, Is then you a- and I have very different mornings. Okay. I wake up every day. I, I, wonder what's in, uh, I wonder what's in bug legs for three hours every morning. Then I do yoga. I mean, I just and assume anything with a hard shell inside, it's all hummus. I just assume it's made you're right. of hummus throughout. Uh, in a in a uh, in a episode of Rick and Morty, he re- he uses cockroaches to build a exoskeleton suit when he's turned into a pickle. So, the well, that's science right. Is there, yeah, necrobotics in the Rick and Morty. <laughs> the science is that <laughs> it checks out. So yes, and spider, spiders extend their legs by exerting hydraulic pressure from the cephalothorax, and when they die, the hydraulic system doesn't work anymore. The flexor muscles in the spider's legs. Oh, I see. So extender extension is by hydraulic pressure. Flexing is still by muscle. So so it's just like extend, and then when you stop pushing the pressure, the flexor muscles instantly. Right, right, right. Because they, 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 they automatically coil up when they die. Yes, yeah. So yeah, they go into rigor mortis, but as the muscles only work in one direction, the spider curls up. Uh, while most man-made b- b- robotic components are quite complex to manufacture, spiders are complex already and uh, in plentiful supply. So the concept of necrobotics proposed in this work takes advantage of unique designs created by nature that can be complicated or even impossible to replicate artificially. Spiders are also biodegradable, mm. so using them as robot parts would yeah, cut the I amount of waste. Yeah, it would just be more difficult to create that. Yeah, creating it artificially would just be a nightmare if you wanted that exact motion and, so they, and nature's already created a nightmare we can use so right yeah it's got a nightmare it's weird that i was just thinking about how it, i don't know this comes up sometimes how like uh like um that rick and morty episode how like uh like dan Harmon like ma- took that money and bought our house <laughs> like we're we're just I'm openly like, talking about it now what? we used to like i'm just yeah we used to sort of beat around the bush about JC, yeah, dan we, Dan Harmon, Andy and I live together in L.A., and Dan Harmon lives in our house now. <laughs> and we, but first, Mimi Rogers bought it and added a 5,000-square-foot mansion yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. Sometimes I'll, like, Rick and Morty will be on or whatever, and I'm like, that guy's in my fucking own bedroom. Yep. Yeah. I, I discovered it by looking <laughs> at his... That, that, in, in, in the bedroom, you... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, in the no. bedroom, you used to jack off the yes. rumors about Army Hammer. He's I know. in there... Doing with, something creepy with Army Hammer, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The, the, the the Instagram. Weird. I I, I watched. I was already following his Instagram I before I knew and, this. And, and interesting that I brought it up out pool. of the blue. Kind of funny. Yeah, uh, I would see pictures of him in the pool, and I was like, "Oh, really? The pool looks familiar." Oh yeah, he's got a bunch of videos of him training when he was trying to get in shape, um, doing like underwater exercises, and the, the brickwork by the side of the pool. I'm like, that just looks so familiar. But that, there was never a house next to it like that. I'm like, oh yeah, they built a house next to the pool. That's right. Well, That's while we are talking crazy. about animated sci-fi, uh, Michael Valbuena messaged us to let us know that George Jetson is going to be born tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I think I, th- I thought it was on the twenty-first. Is it thirty-first? Sunday, the thirty-first. The thirty-first. Oh, okay. George Jetson is born into the world. Yes. Mm. Now, when is uh, Cosmo born or Astro? What's his dog? Astro, the dog. I mean, he's going to be. That's going to be in about probably four. Uh, no, let's not. 
maybe 30, 30 years, 35 probably. years. Yeah. What do you put George Jetson in the apex of it in his 40s? He's probably uh, basically we've got a, we've got about a window of the next two years to kill baby Jetson. Uh, to stop well, I figure his right now there's a there's probably in some hospital in America. You heard it here, folks. There's a Jetson going into labor. And you need to do the right thing. Is there anybody with the last name Jetson? I wonder. <laughs> d- d- seriously, do you think that is a last name anybody has? I don't know. I don't know. Like, Look on the, Facebook. The, 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 surname, the surname Jetson appeared 126 times in the 2010 census. Oh, yes. It's a, it's a real. It's you a, know what's crazy is he didn't even Google that. That's the kind of stuff JC knows. I just know that <laughs> shit. It comes from, it's like, you know, the sun thing it's we understand. But the, the jet, the yeah, jet yeah, part I'm, comes. I'm looking at, the, like, if you type it in, like, there's a David Jetson and a John D- Jetson and, and, like. Yeah, it comes yeah. from, the, the jet part is from Judd and Jutt, uh, Anglo-Saxon, which are pet names of, pet forms of the person named Jordan. So if someone's named Jordan and had kids a long time ago, you might they might end up being named Jetson. So there could be a jet. It could happen tomorrow. It could totally happen. Let's yeah. get this done. Please, hmm. somebody. <laughs> wow. This is a d- drastically different. Uh, I remember when, when like when 1997 came around and everyone was like, "Oh, this is the year they get lost and lost in space." And you're like, well, they, "They did not go out far enough with that show." I guess 2022 is not far enough for this either. But well, and and same with Terminator 2, but they'd already committed because yeah. of the first one. Oh right, they had, right. You know what I mean? So they're like, uh, it's 1997 <laughs> in Los Angeles or what? You yeah. know, that was so um, aggressive. That movie came out in like 84. Yeah. Well, that was the first Terminator. But I'm saying yeah. in the first Terminator, they already had the timeline that involved 97 or not. Some the world was over, yeah, yeah, but they yeah, didn't show, they didn't judgment, show day. judgment Day. But the first one had some, cr- uh, you know, oh, robots yeah, you crunching saw the, on you skulls. You saw the future. It was, it was. I don't know if they had determined the exact date in the original, but, oh, okay. but, but it was, you know, the, the timeline was pretty close. I mean, I guess because of the story, it couldn't have been that far out. Right. For, the, for them, because of uh, just, you know, uh, John Connor. Right, you needed the oh. savior to be a kid, right. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like even like some of them are like 2001: A Space Odyssey. Um, it's like uh, Kubrick. You, you know, that's in like 30 years, right? Like, well, it's it's based on the book. Uh, when was the book written? So you can't change the book. Yeah, I think he was right. just thinking shit was gonna move quicker. Yeah, yeah. He had high hopes. I mean, yeah. shit. He shot the moon landing, so he thought things were gonna pop yeah, up. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And he uh, he bought Matt's old house. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, how does this work? In the first Terminator, the the, the 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 two the two time travelers in the beginning are coming back from 2029. So I guess John Connor must have been. Yeah, he's like 40 or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 old enough that he's the leader of the rebellion at that point. Right. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So nineties. Okay. This all tracks now. Then they have to fit some time between then and now for the second one for it to make sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Terminator Two. Um, it's like Judgment Day is going to happen. Like I think like that year. Like soon. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, because that's why uh, Sarah Connor's like planning her escape to warn everybody anyway before they before they show up that night. Right. Right. 
You know what I mean? Like she knows it's coming. Anybody uh, not wearing SPF two million's gonna have a real bad day. <laughs> Get it? Right. And the, and now now that looks really embarrassing because we know there isn't such a thing still to this day of SPF two million. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Major, the exactly. flaw of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, it basically goes up to like seventy, and even that's kind of dubious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that that was a plot hole. Um. <laughs> Did you guys uh, did you guys see our email about um, I don't have a good transition my my segue brain is not turned on today but uh, have we already talked much about the the AI breakthrough that is is it pronounced Dolly Dolly the te- the yeah text, the art text to image yeah um, we yeah, haven't talked art, about this on art the show. AI I don't think we've talked about it but I've it's, certainly seen it yeah it's it's one of my favorite things in the world and Heather Robinson also emailed us about it. And, you know, there, there's, there's these really high-end ones that end users don't have access to. Like, if you just look up, um, it's D-A-L-L-E. Right. Like, look that up on Twitter. You'll find accounts that have access to good machine power, and they can type in, like, Homer Simpson in the Blair Witch Project, and you have this photorealistic thing that no human ever drew, that a machine learning algorithm right. just generated. And there's, like, simplified versions. I can send you a link here. Yeah, Dolly uh, Mini. I I make a bunch of weird shit on that. Oh, it's so fun. What have you made? Um, let me see here. I've made an ideal woman to date. <laughs> Whoa! I did a yeah, Joe Biden uh, ripping on a BMX bike and like or extreme BMX riding, and I have a picture of him in the air. The BMX the bike has four wheels on it, which is pretty fucking extreme. It just kept putting that is more extreme. more wheels and wheels. <coughs> wait, wait. Yeah. So you honestly just type in and it click, draws it? Click yeah. on that link. It will create whatever you type in. It might take a minute or two. So it might take a minute, but time, it'll give but... and it'll give you like nine options. But you can also you can also type in like the style that you want. Like you could say something, you know. Um, Van Gogh painting of Alien 1979, something like that. You so know, what? And so yeah. yeah. When you say it gives you the, st- it gives you nine options. Do you also then click on the what you think is the best one? Does it train? Do you train it like that? By no, like, this I, one's no. a good one. You don't. But it is getting better. I think it, and I don't know how that's working because it just pulls from, it pulls from like the internet. Right, but it, it must be in some way knowing how these things work. It, there must be some part of the algorithm where it's sort of learning over time which ones are getting better responses from people and which ones people are happier with. Because that would... I, I would have thought, maybe I'm wrong, but that that would make sense to me is kind of like you've got this huge amount of data coming in from millions of people trying it. You would want right. it to learn over time which which ones are jibing with people because that would be like, okay, you've done it well or you haven't done it as well. Totally. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you... Um, I just kind of run it in the background sometimes. My favorite ones are are anything trail cam because then it generally looks pretty realistic anyway because of just the sort of filter they put on it. But, like, you know, if it's, like, um, something weird, right? Like uh, like Jeff Bridges on a trail cam, right? And then it's just, like, nine different photos of Jeff Bridges sort of, like, eating some grass in front of a camera. <laughs> like, as if he was, like, caught at night, you know? <laughs> uh, it, it really did. It did not... Um... <laughs> It gave me a very odd. Um, I did, I guess I wrote Ghostbusters fighting aliens, and oh, okay. it gave me it gave me goo, just like a bunch of pictures of goop. Can we 
can we how do you post a picture in this well, that's that's the problem is our, like i guess in imager, our chat i guess uh, imager, but that's not the best let me see i can i can screenshot it yeah i can screenshot my options because i just put van gogh alien was it pretty good uh, there's some good ones yeah it's like um well also here's a question though if oh yeah if we know, if two people what, what, search for the same one, thing not, do we oh that's an interesting thing like do no, Matt. Every time you put every time you could put the same prompt in forever, and it'll be different every time. Oh, okay. The, out, the output. Uh, I did uh, minions storming the Capitol in the style of MC Asher, and you can see what I got there. In the style, and it. it <laughs> I mean, That's like cool. this That's is insane. the mini. It's not it, the mini version is not great, but I'm trying to find the exact Twitter account that I love that uh, does the really good ones. Let me see. I mean, that's still pretty. I mean, compared to like what I got, which was I and I, you know, let me try if I can drop it in. It was not. <laughs> I think that they needed more parameters. Alien might be more to uh, what's it called? Um, no, it uh, definitely it definitely works. It's just uh, God, why can't I find this this good account? Um, with, with with like there are ones with more computing power power where you can put in all kinds of specificity about lighting and, and it, about the it's so good yeah it just replaces wow. art you know the pro, yeah okay the pro at ones, dolly yeah. at d a l l e two p i c s at dolly two picks I'm gonna upload this and they have as their pin tweet the Homer Simpson and Blair Witch Project which is like the the Mona Lisa of this genre I think. Um, but yeah, it's just it's amazing and also kind of terrifying to think about how far along this is and how close we are to someone just come election time an October surprise could just be a picture generated with this of a candidate doing something awful and good luck explaining in time that uh, oh like well like deepfake stuff is gonna change oh, poli yeah, yeah. politics and, stuff forever like, I mean but, you but this is instant anybody can do it like deepfake was still a ways out and now you can just type in the words like Joe Biden <clears throat> doing lines of coke with Putin or something like it would be <laughs> how do I um how do I do that Imgur thing that you did I just went to Imgur and just uploaded mine oh my god Shiba Inu as a loaf of bread if you click on that Twitter That's account amazing that's uh, Windows XP I'm, Cemetery. <laughs> I mean, and then, I mean, just the, they've got monkeys drinking beers. That's great. <laughs> Homer Simpson is a Greek god statue. They like the Homer Simpson. I, I kind of like the four-panel comic of a man rushing into a hospital to see his pregnant wife. It doesn't have any, <laughs> it doesn't have any text, but it has, like, the beats of, of a comic. Like, a, yeah. like, a joke could be happening. I don't know what the joke is, but... Hmm. And the taxidermied emoji in a museum, that one, if you scroll down to July 21st on that so, Twitter account. Anyway, basically, if there's any artists listening to this show right now, sorry, you're done. You're done. You are done. You are it, I mean, it is going to change everything with it all, really, with all I that. It really, I mean, not to be yeah. alarmist, but it could change a lot. Yeah. It's the fact that you can instantly, or within a minute, have this thing that you can't distinguish from a photograph. Yeah. Anyway, is that science? Yes, that's science. Sure. Shit, yeah, no, it's it's Machine huge, learning. huge AI. It's probably yeah. science. Probably. I think that's going to have more of a bearing on the future than spider dead bots. Uh, probably true. That's well, probably true. And I hope. And you know what? I hope that I eat my words. I hope that there's <laughs> a better there's use a for moment where I, and it's just me being picked up 
by a dead spider screaming like, no! Yeah. <laughs> you Lift take my, my name house. out of your mouth, No, Casey. I'm so sorry, spider! <laughs> well, hey, oh, oh, there's, there's two ways into this story. You know where spiders live? Or you know what you can do with robots that humans aren't doing yet? What's that? Returning things from Mars. Oh. This oh. is a story Justin Broad sent in. So uh, CNN, we're getting to use the CNN version of this story. The first mission to return samples from another planet will touch down on Earth in 2033, according to NASA and European Space Agency officials. The Perseverance rover is currently collecting the samples on Mars. So this is something we've never done. We've never, like, we've returned stuff from the moon in human hands, but uh, I'm, nothing has landed on a foreign body other than the moon and successfully launched back to earth right but uh, as perseverance investigates the site of an ancient lake that exists billions of, existed billions of years ago it's collecting rocks and soil this material is of interest because it could contain evidence of past microscopic organisms that would reveal whether life ever existed on mars I would have thought it's of interest also just for many other reasons. But yeah. scientists will have the chance to use some of the most sophisticated instruments around the world to study these precious samples. The ambitious Mars Sample Return Program involves collaboration between the two agencies to, reveal 30, to retrieve 30 samples from the Red Planet. Multiple missions will launch to Mars later this decade to safely pick up and bring the samples back. It's nearing the end of its conceptual design phase and NASA has completed its system review, uh, requirements review. This led to changes that reju reduce the complexity of future missions and increase the probability of success. The conceptual design phase is when every facet of a mission plan gets put under a microscope, says Thomas Zuberschen, who is Associate Administrator of NASA's Science Mission Directorate. There are some significant and advantageous changes to the plan, which can be directly attributed to Perseverance's recent success at Jezero and the amazing performance of our Mars helicopter. So... There's a Mars helicopter. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's just the, it's just a quick way to get from Mars to the game. Mm. <laughs> okay. Like it's, mm. it's, I mean, like it's it's a bit of a rich kid thing. I still yeah, think, sure, sure. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to be stuck in Mars traffic, <laughs> and you want to just get in and out, and you know, you want to get you want to get the photos for the gram. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, speaking of which, guys, really speaking of photos for the gram. Uh, first of all, Donald Trump on a trail cam ran that in the background. If <laughs> okay. you give that a click, but uh, you have you ever done yourself? You were just doing the. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> can I? Can I? I will admit one hundred percent that I was in and out of that article. <laughs> Very heavy in and out. I was like, "Oh my god, I don't give a fuck about Mars." I've also it will done. Not matter. <laughs> oh, this trail cam is I've great. Also... <laughs> Oh my the god! It's amazing. Yeah, so I, I've just done that one, and I've also I'm <laughs> I'm screenshotting it now to upload. I've done Matt Kirschen on a horse. <laughs> okay. You can you can do yourselves if you have any sort of online presence, you know. What? Oh, um, man. So it there's a yeah. I'll I'll show you Matt on a horse. It kind of looks like Matt, but it's like in a riding helmet. I'll. Uh, <laughs> well, it's nice that they thought safety first. Yeah, let me let me upload that real <laughs> Holy quick. Holy shit, Johnny Depp on a trail cam is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, on a trail cam is my favorite thing to do on on Dolly. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to devolve the devolve the pod in this, but Matt, no. okay, I'm I'm send, sending the link right now. Do you think this looks send like the... look looks like you or? Wait. <laughs> 
over Hang 18. on, wait, wait. Before we, before we do anything else, I want to. I clicked on the link and it says, oh, it yeah. says this post may contain erotic or adult imagery. <laughs> By yeah. continuing, you acknowledge you are 18 plus years of age. It's weird because it, I mean it looks very generic, but I think you can tell they're they're pulling imagery from something like on. <laughs> They're trying to put you on a horse, Matt. They're I like trying. the horse that has heads in both directions. That's my favorite horse. Number two. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's like you guys see my, my Joe Biden Extreme BMX one I posted, the bike with the four wheels. No, I haven't seen it. It's farther down. It's underneath. Uh, there's two posts from you, and then there's one from me underneath. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is an extreme one. bike. It's very extreme. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Very fun. Let's see. Yeah. Andy Wood trail cam. Uh, and there's no people in mine. It's just wilderness. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so, anyway. Uh, Sorry. This mo- so, Perseverance will be... Uh, the, the initial plan was to launch a fetch rover along with a sample retriever lander in the mid-2020s. Once released on the Martian surface, the fetch rover would have retrieved samples from where Perseverance has stashed them on the Martian surface. But now, Perseverance will be the primary transport vehicle to carry samples to the lander. The rover's latest health and life expectancy assessment shows that it should still be in prime condition in 2020, in 2030. Perseverance will be back up, the la- back up to the lander, and the lander's robotic arm will transfer the samples. That will then carry two sample recovery helicopters similar in style to the Ingenuity helicopter currently on Mars, rather than a fetch rover. Recent operations of the Ingenuity helicopter on Mars, which has completed 29 flights, 24 more than originally planned, has shown us the usefulness of potential rotorcraft on Mars. Engineers have been impressed with Ingenuity's performance, and the helicopter has survived more than a year beyond its expected lifespan. I feel like that happens a lot with... Like, I feel like NASA always massively underestimates the lifespan so that they can then proudly the, announce the, that it's yeah, lasted un- 30 years longer than its five-year projected. Yeah. Well, and the name of the spaceship is Perseverance, right? So, And yeah. I had to persevere listening to this article. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, to, to he's not having it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't give a fuck about space. Uh, I just don't. In my mind, I'm like... They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to send people to Mars, and, like, uh, this is going to happen, and that's... I'm like, I'm not seeing any of this shit. I don't give a fuck. But you can, you can, watch, <laughs> you can watch the live videos. I think it's pretty cool when you see, like, a robot yeah. helicopter no, no, taking no, no, off. No, 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 Like, I mean, when, when, when are they... When, like, so they're sending people... Like, when are they supposed to have a... Uh, Humans on Mars? Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, I don't know if there's a projected date for that, because that's going to Yeah, be... I think they were saying it's some, like, fucking, like, you know, 21-something. I'm like, that Papa ain't making it there. <laughs> I see. Papa okay, ain't yeah. I see that. Yeah. yeah, like I don't I don't give a fuck. Like let's try and like not burn our planet to the fucking ground and quit worrying about red rocks, bro. Fuck that. There <laughs> I see you there there is there is a good argument though that that NASA's I mean NASA's work has is at the forefront of yes, climate change research and warning and and like even even the sort of the picture of the Earth from space uh, was uh, like a big jump start to the environmental movement. Right. right were uh, we talking about that last week? I think I forgot. And I Sometime. mean, but people are still believing that that's like not a real picture, even. Like, yeah. Which, oh, by because, the way, yeah. um, we're R. never going to be able to prove anything to anybody. R.I.P. James Lovelock, who died this week at age one hundred and three. 
Oh, uh, he was the the originator of the Gaia theory of the living Earth, and I, I think he was also the one who pressured NASA to turn the cameras back on Earth and like take that photo initially. Hell yeah! Oh, maybe that's why I heard the name in the last week. I was like, did we the talk pale, about the it? The pale blue I... dot. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, I, I get, I, I get JC's point, but um, you know, it's. <laughs> It's, it's a very uh, ignorant point, but no, no, no. I mean, I, I think it's. I mean, like, I do want to. I do want to uh, politely argue, if you sure. want, because uh, I, I think a lot of people like with all the exploration that's funded privately now. They're like, oh, look, the billionaires are trying to escape and go to Mars. Like, do you know how shitty life on Mars is going to be for oh the first hundred years or more? So like, it's, bad. It's never going to be like this. There's, there's never going to be situation in the coming centuries where that's a better option than just making earth more hospitable and if you're the richest person in the world you want to live on a beautiful part of earth like like i, I it's just it's disingenuous that everyone's acting like they're trying to escape and leave us behind like fine like no it's gonna be shit there like no they're not trying to leave they they have various motivations and we just want to ascribe the most like easy for us to insult yeah. motivation like no i think elon musk genuinely wants to explore the universe like but, for uh, the sake that everyone else wants to which is to understand the universe like, which is to find a shirt to put on jesus oh uh, <laughs> it was really an unfortunate not to body shame anybody but it's just a weird uh yeah um but also um like climate change and all the associated problems with it are going to minimally affect billionaires yeah, because there's always yeah. oh, there, yeah, there's yeah. always going to be pl- parts of the planet that you can live on that are going to be pleasant and nice. There's always going to be, and also if you don't, if money's no object, you can climate control where you personally yeah. live to your heart's content. It's, yeah, why would they live in the worst place when they could just take the best part of a failing planet anytime they want? Yeah, like it's anyway. That's that's my main beef with that critique, and also the zero sum idea, as if like you could spend that money here. It's like, well, by, by that logic, we shouldn't be doing anything. We should all collectively decide what the biggest problem is and only put money at that. Like, no, we can put money in a lot of places at once, and that's what we do as humans and explore things. Even though someone's dying of cancer, we can still be exploring mollusks and seeing what they do. like. It's it's not. It, we shouldn't look at exploration and understanding, gaining knowledge of the universe as this zero sum thing. I just hate that when that happens on Twitter. Whenever we launch something, it's just like, you could have done this with that money. Like, fine. Also, the person who bought a Bugatti could have done X with it. Like, yes. Uh, and that's and, a worse. And, and, and to go back, like, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying I don't give a fuck about it. Oh, okay. That's totally fine. <laughs> that's that's, that's your right. My, that that's your my right. line. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, when they're like, oh, good, the space. I'm like, fucking have fun. Yeah. Uh, right, I don't right. give a shit. Unless I'm probably you're not like, gonna go. Oh my god, they're aliens attacked, and there's like a fucking spaceship. A- Unless the movie Alien happens, right? right don't sure. call me. <laughs> I get and that. It has to be the first two. It has to be. <laughs> I mean, no, to be, I, I, you know what? Fincher's Fincher, Aliens Three does not. He gets it gets a bad rap. Fincher's is pretty good. good. Yeah. Also, God, what a crazy. It's like one of my favorite. I don't know how to make it into a trivia question, but like, what other franchise? The first three films were directed by. The three biggest, I know, and completely different stylistically, but like three titans of not just that genre, but of all of filmmaking. Like, did all three of those win Oscars at some point? Not those movies, but like, have Ridley all Scott, the, James Cameron, I believe, and David that, Fincher. Yeah, it's no, crazy. I, I don't think, does Fincher have an? I don't think Fincher has an Oscar. Not for Zodiac or something. I don't know. Okay, but either way, like, just some either of the way, best he's to fucking, ever. He's awesome. He's fucking amazing. Yeah. And then I, I don't know who did the fourth one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Ridley Scott did Prometheus again, right? 
He came back for like, yeah. yeah back later on, but that's not the fourth one. Oh, what's the fourth? Yeah, the one? fourth one was uh, Resurrection. Resurrection, and that was directed by Jean Pierre Jeunet. He broke the streak. Ugh. We don't yeah. know. We don't know. He could turn it around. Yeah, the fifth, Jean Pierre. The fifth one was Fellini, which was weird. <laughs> uh, you gotta. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> uh, what uh, do we have? Any other uh, stories there, uh, folks? Hmm? Yeah, we sure do. I, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to shit on the the space one too much. Uh, I just almost fell asleep. Oh. No, I would. No, I was looking at. I was too busy. Uh, well, well, no. So this I'll, one's I back was... in. Uh, I think this one might be back in the wheelhouse of a bunch of us because it's it's. It's another sort of mechanized that this one, uh, Justin Payton sent, sent to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a chess robot grabs and breaks the finger of a seven-year-old opponent. Oh, yeah, that's the one I was. I was like, I know we have one we have to oh. do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm in. Yeah, there he is. Holy shit. <laughs> it attacked him? Did the kid beat him first? Is that what happened? So, uh, the, the, according to Russian media outlets, which also doesn't... This, by the way, oh, this is literally tough. this is an emo Phillips joke come to, like gone wrong, <laughs> isn't it? So that emo Phillips had the Basically. joke about a chess beat me at uh, a computer beat me at chess, but it was no match for me at kickboxing. <laughs> oh, you're right, right. <laughs> it, um, it 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 mistook. I believe it mistook the kid's finger for a piece. The robot right. broke the kid's finger. Uh, says Sergey Lazarev, president of the Moscow Chess Federation. So if you see, if you this guys is see of a kid bad, around, he says. That, what, hey, what a quote! Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad he's willing to come out and say it. This, this so if you, if you guys see a kid with four pawn-shaped fingers, you know it's, <laughs> it's uh, Jesus. It's um, video. There is video of it. Shows the boy. I, I don't think I want to watch the video, but shows the boy's finger being pinched by the robotic arm for several seconds before a woman followed by by three men rush in, free him, and usher him away. What? Sergei Smegin, vice president of the Russian Chess Federation, told Baza the robot appeared to pounce after it took one of the boy's pieces. Rather than waiting for the machine to complete its move, the boy opted for a quick riposte, he said. There are certain... Here we go, blaming the kid. There are certain safety rules, and the child apparently (laughs) violated them. (laughs) When he made his move, he did not realize that he first had to wait, says Smegin. This is an extremely rare case, the first I can recall. Lazarev had a... I mean... it, uh, he reaches for a piece. The robot makes a move. He goes for a piece, and it fucking it goes after his hand. Yeah, yeah. it's not gr- trying to get a piece. It, it was like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> the robot was like, hey, hey. Yeah, it says it. Lazarev had a different account, saying the child had made a move, and after that, we need to give him time for the robot to answer. But the boy hurried, and the robot grabbed him. Either way, he said, the robot suppliers were quote going to have to think again. <laughs> Well, it's 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 also like uh, what a ridiculous fucking robot that it 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 has an arm that like just make a if you want to make a chess robot or is this was this just a demonstration where they taught a grabber arm robot thing how to play chess because if this is a specific chess robot there are a million better ways to do it for sure yeah the, than, the actual like than a, like yeah then a fucking analog arm coming out and moving the thing like you could have a chessboard where each square has holes uh like and and it just replaces it with the piece that it moved with so you, you know what i mean where like you could there are so many ways you could do this 
it's called a chess robot in the uh, in the the actual headline, but later on it is referred to as a chess playing robot, meaning it could have been a robot mm. that did other tasks. Prior, we don't know. We don't know the background of right. this robot. It's a general. We don't even know if it should be around children. <laughs> it's a general. It's a general grabbing robot that has a hobby of playing chess. Like, right, yeah. right. It doesn't want to be defined by that, but it it can do that. Yeah. What are I want to know? What are this robot's other hobbies? <laughs> I don't know. Just, ju- yeah. Judgment daying. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! It's a yeah. lifeguard. Uh, <laughs> it's. It does. Man, Andy, terrifying. Sorry, I put in one more. I put in Andy Wood doing comedy, and I got the worst picture I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, accurate, but Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, I think my closer here is, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> just, Sorry, but chess, oh, chess robot. They, oh, my God. And they brought up a fucking, uh, oh, I got to see this headshot here. Hold on. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a Muppet. Yeah, yeah. I got, it's, got a, it's like a horrifying Muppet. <laughs> Two-fingered claw. Yeah. So Anyhow, I did sorry. a I I did a pretty simple one, and this this would be great. This is weird because this is where uh, uh, Dolly is contributing to the show. If you guys check out the one I did, I just oh shit, sorry, that's the wrong link. It's just another crayon link. I um, uh, copy link. There we go. Paste the link. There we go. Uh, so when I put in chess robot, what if it was like it's like this, and it's just a tiny little robot that runs around the, a chessboard? Oh yeah, and I it's ba- and it's base is like a sort of chess piece. It's it's kind of almost like you know the classic. It, yeah, yeah. It's it's got that kind you of. You see like what I'm saying? Like that can't. Oh, adorable this is one of my favorite. Wow, this is really good. Yeah, like it can't break. That can't break your finger. No, oh, it's no. like a little friend, and it's like it, if it moved around the board and moved the pieces, that's adorable and wonderful. Yeah, the, the yeah, bottom it's... right one that's probably got the least distortion could actually be used to illustrate a story, a news story about chess robots. I agree. I mean, yeah, because some of them look like horror stories, but that one in the right corner. What? What does? That, what is the? Happy. What is the the rights issue with these? Like, because this is done by Google's AI. If you make an image, is it now, do you own the rights to that image or does Google co-own the rights to that or, or, or exclusively own the rights to it? Like, is it, is this something that you could use to illustrate yeah, the I story? Don't, I don't know because, I mean, there's some stuff where, especially the pro, the pro one, it's, I'm just like, well, no one is ever going to be designed to make like an album cover again. That's over. Oh, yeah. Why would you ever hire someone for an album cover? Because you can, you can put exactly what you want in the style of what artist or a photographer, you know, photograph, you can... You can keep putting in parameters until it's exactly what you want. But then coming up with a thing you want is also part of the artistry. So that's one of the things that the... Well, yeah, of course. Of course. But if you... Uh, I guess I just mean like commissioned things. Um, you know. But like, it's yeah, gonna... for instance, when they type in um, Napoleon Happy Meal at McDonald's and they get this, like, does McDonald's have a right to that if the text is all gibberish that... A robot's like this is what this is what human language is, and it's like shapes that are almost letters, right? And also, like for my album, look at me on a horse. Like, we <laughs> if that's the name of the album too, I'm, I'm in. I mean, what, what an incredible! It makes you want things though, where you're like, like a now I want a Napoleon McDonald's. Happy meal. I know thing. Like, it looks like a great toy. Like that's. 
I was trying to know. find on that same account. Uh, they just typed in like um, abandoned McDonald's um, playland that's been taken over by weeds and stuff, and it like looks like a post nuclear holocaust McDonald's. But the amp, nothing. There's no letter. The, the, it's just shapes that are almost. Sorry, I just love this shit too much. <laughs> And Super Mario getting his citizenship at Ellis Island is one of my favorites. Here, I'll put that in there. <laughs> like this is this one is legit. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> the whole the whole show notes for this episode is going to be links to all my favorite Dolly yeah, picks. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Of, a lot. You're going to have notes. <laughs> it's so me. Be able to go and click these links. Sorry, sorry. Continue with the chess robot. Well, <laughs> oh no. The the thing I read at the bottom of the article, which is they 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 say it's a similar robotic <laughs> arm, but a smaller version of one that killed a man uh, in like in, in like a car plant. It picked him up and crushed him. Good uh, God! In 2050, so it's got a taste for blood. Yeah, I'm saying specifically oh, that's, these yeah, robots. That's a, that's a problem with chess robots. Mm. Yeah, if you can teach them chess. They can they can learn about murder. Are you guys, uh, are you guys giving the one I did a click? I oh, no, no. I will, I will. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, rights, rights for, I love the signs because that is just like a, a sign a robot would make. Is it a robot yeah, protest? I mean, that, it's still loading. It is a robot protest. A robot's rights protest, yeah. Um, we should wrap up the main episode and, and then do a, a, another story that maybe we'll be talking about other Dalek pictures but pro- hopefully won't um, sorry yes. I'll stop I can't I... For, our, for, our, for our Patreon patrons uh, but JC where can our listeners find you and everything you're doing I know you're on the road a lot uh, at JC Comedian on Instagram and uh, TikTok so follow follow those you can find us uh, probablyscience.com is our website where we also link to the show notes and every single one of the pictures that we've been talking about or generating on the show today uh, at probably science is our Twitter. Uh, you can find us individually at Andy T Wood, at Jesse Case, and at Matt Kirshen. Probably science at gmail.com is the email address for any questions, comments, clarifications, stories you would like us to cover. And also probably science.com on our website is where our links are to the Patreon page and also PayPal for people who want to pay us directly through that. Thank you very much, everyone who helps financially support the show and everyone who helps support the show by spreading the word and telling people about us and writing nice things about us in the reviews and comments. But uh, JC Karias, thank you very much for joining us oh thanks for having me guys this was a blast i i laughed a lot and i learned a lot <laughs> and that isn't that what matters we lived a lot <laughs> and loved nice. a lot yeah. we uh yeah uh, listeners we'll see you next time